Live from Northern California, it's Lifeline with Jesse Gastan. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gastan. And I want to welcome you to another Monday edition of Lifeline here on this October 25th. 2021. Glad to be in your presence. I hope we can spend the next two hours um, conversing, if you will, talking about the things that matter uh, to you and to me in our world. Um, Over the last couple of days, rain, 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 (laughs) and more rain. But it looks like our weather is going to clear up for the next seven days or so. Uh, man, we had a phenomenal time at worship this Sunday, but uh, it looks like we were creating a swimming pool and a sauna and a new baptismal in the far left section of our church. We've got this leaking problem in our building on our roof that we have always had. We try to patch it up and fix it, but I'm afraid that we're going to have to do something much more radical this time. I, I What we've been doing, and I've been just trying to keep my face out of the business of the roofers and the plumbers and everybody else that has been involved. But in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, what we have been doing, rather than fixing the problem on our 10,000 square foot building, uh, is covering it up with a methodology whose insufficiency is only exposed when the pressure of the rain comes down upon the roof and it begins to separate the bonding unit that was designed to cause the rain to uh, to 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 go in a different direction, head towards the gutters and then go down and out of the drain. But apparently what the rain always does is seeks The path of least resistance, water does, and rain will expose you for being flawed in your attempt to cover up versus uh, to fix a thing. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, where we are in our world. This is where we have been for such a long time. And this is where you and I are right now. This is this is why you feel this uneasiness in your belly. This is why your mind uh, is, is going through the gymnastics of what in the world is going on. This is why you actually are inclined, uh, maybe even pay, compelled or uh, impelled to to, to want to listen to the Monday program as often as you do, because we're kind of on this thread, or we not on this thread of of a cover up. Uh, and the Bible tells us in Romans chapter one verse eighteen, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. And here's what the Apostle Paul says. It is real revealed from heaven for against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold down the truth, who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. And they do it because that which may be known of God is manifest to them, manifest in them, but they don't like it because rather than to bow the knee to the true and the living God, they themselves want to play God. If Romans 1 verse 19 through 28 is not working its way out in our world uh, today in a very specific and particular way, particularly verse 18, suppressing the truth, and I've shared this with you before, 
the action of that particular verb. Suppression there means only suppressing it so far in the imperfect tense. It's attempting to suppress the truth, but it never, ever really accomplishes it. In other words, mankind is given over to lying. That's just a plain fact about it. It's, it's probably what I'm meditating on. It's just amazing to me. Now, what is a lie? A lie, ladies and gentlemen, is a cover up. It is the antithesis, the opposite of the contrast to what is the truth. The truth in the in the Greek sense of the sense in, in, in the sense of the word in the Koine Greek, early first century Koine Greek, not classical, but Koine. Uh, in the Greek sense of the word, the truth is the unveiling of that which really is. When a thing is true, it's naked and it's unpretentious and it operates and manifests itself, expresses itself in direct proportion to that for which it was designed. This is why Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. He is the perfect specimen of truth. He is the perfect example and model of everything that corresponds to reality when we uh, when we investigate him, when we know him uh, in his saving mercy and in his kindness. And he says, I am the way, the truth and the life and no one comes unto the father but by me. But what are we dealing with today? We're dealing with a cover up, a cover up. Um, and, and a lot of people sense it. What is a cover up? That's a very expressive term, is it not? It is the unprincipled. A cover-up is the unprincipled but logical reaction uh, to, to a reasonable mind who is seeking to discover or sensing, perceiving that there is some kind of conspiracy going on. Two or more people are engaged in a nefarious plan to harm or manipulate someone or many, uh, and they are presently attempting to cover it up. What is a conspiracy? It is the collaboration of two or more parties in many cases, a lot of people who are engaging in a nefarious plan to harm or manipulate or to deceive or to take advantage of the naive, ignorant uh, and the vulnerable and to do it in a mode of cover up. That is in a mode of lying. And what is the job of a true journalist but to seek out these inconsistencies in the argument or the supposition or the proposition. The journalist should be operating out of a principle of seeking to find out the holes, the gaps, the inconsistencies, the fallacies in an argument when they smell, when they sense, they perceive that there is a cover-up going on. And again, what is a cover-up? It is the volitional, intentional act of making a lie to perceive to be perceived as the truth or to hide the truth of a thing in such a way as no one is able to see it. And I can remember from my earliest days, ladies and gentlemen, my earliest days of political consciousness and the danger I lived in as a child, uh, a young African-American male in the East Oakland area and a neighborhood. I remember in the early 60s when I was aware of uh, the news and, and, and ramble about uh, the Zodiac and his, his killing so many people during that time. And I remember early on the, uh, the, the, the mental and emotional mass uh, not only hysteria, but but alarm in in, in the social uh, context of our lives around the murder of uh, JFK, uh, John F. Uh, Kennedy, and and 
And I remember what was going on during the time of, of Martin Luther King's death and Malcolm X's death and Robert F. Kennedy and and how at that early age, six, seven, eight years old, perhaps I became extremely aware, but wasn't sure of what I was feeling until a few years later in middle school when our president, Mr. Richard Nixon, so uh, in such a uh, braggadocious way stated to the American people, your president is not a liar. And I remember during that time in middle school wondering why he would have to say that. And then all of a sudden, what occurred was Watergate, the investigation, the exposure of tapes that revealed to us that yet another conspiracy was taking place, of which all during the time before the conspiracy was exposed. Guess what? The people who were getting at the hard work of determining whether or not the president and his administration was doing something criminal, like breaking into the uh, Democratic Party's office and actually trying to get uh, information on them to uh, to discredit them. He was exposed for that on tapes because he is a human being. They are human beings and you really can't overcome the truth. The truth will show itself at some point. I think it was Moses who said, be sure your sins will spy you out. Well, then a little bit later on, I was exposed to another candidate called uh, Mr. William Clinton. Uh, Bill Clinton and and you know, all of the stuff that went on about his governorship and uh, uh, I forget the city he was in. It will come up come up again. One of those one of those southern towns uh, and and all of the women that he was supposed to have been with. And all of those were supposed to have been lies. Uh, Arkansas. All of those were supposed to have been lies. But the problem is. He consistently engaged in a pattern for which he was telling everybody these women were lying. These women were lying. They're lying on me. These women are lying. That's just not the truth. And then one day he gets caught with his pants down. I mean, literally, in what is called today euphemistically the Monica Lewinsky. Now, I know you don't know what that means, so don't worry about it. But the Monica Lewinsky thing got him. And here he is standing before the American people uh, having to answer the question, did he have sex with that woman? And he, he gets inside your head with this postmodern, irrational, absurd response. Well, it all depends on what he is. is. Now, when you get presidents doing that, they really are psychopathic and they really view you as absurdly stupid, but it does not end there. And you know that's the case because then we get oh, we get Mr. George Bush and uh, he felt like there were we- uh, weapons of mass destruction in, in, in Iraq. And they, they got you know good information that that was the case. And we went in there and decimated that society, along with the late Colin Powell and that whole administration, as you guys know. And of course, they were telling the truth, uh, but not. And it took a long time for us to begin to be aware that this too was a nefarious cover-up. But one more, one more. Here we are now, uh, a few years after the Trump administration. And I'm still waiting for the signal Cover up or signal lie that President Trump engaged in perpetrating against the American people because they don't trust the American people to do what they want them to do if they actually tell the American people what the truth is. However, we cannot avoid but to link Mr. Trump along with Mr. Biden on this present lie that's prevailing today and tearing our nation 
absolutely a part because that's what all lies do. A lie is from the pit of hell. It is part of the wisdom that is from below. It's sensual. It's earthly. It's devilish. It produces chaos and chaos produces mayhem and mayhem produces destruction. And that's what you're looking at with the present lie. We need a vaccine for this coronavirus and that vaccines are safe and effective. And we know for a fact that that is a clear and bold faced lie because of all the cover up that's going on around it right now. You see, when you cover a thing up, it is a logical response to a conspiracy of two or more that want to do something, harm you, manipulate, control, take advantage of your naivete in order to exercise power of you. And so they must cover it up. But the journalists who are brave and bold and willing to be whistleblowers will expose the truth because God will always let them in through the back door. That's what you and I are dealing with right now. And it's a shame that our government persists in behaving this way because it totally ruins trust on the part of the American people towards its government. And that's where we are now. Our American people do not trust their government for good reason. All of the evil wickedness and absurd lying that they're doing that even a five-year-old child with good sense grounded in faith and in logic can see through. This is the Monday edition of Lifeline. Two lines open, one 367 5329 I know that rant was a little long, but we'll see if it was more than a rant when we come back on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 523 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. We do have two lines open, one 367 if you want to join the conversation. My, my opening meditation was really around uh, just the development of a continuity of lies on the part of our government throughout the totality of my life. And I'm, you know, I'm going to be living less time than, uh, than I have, uh, you know, been on this planet. I'm 60 years old. And, um, you know, if if God gives me some time, I'll be around for a few more decades. I'd hope to, but the way our world is going, they won't let people like me who do not block buy into the fundamental argument that our world must become a vaccine immunity society down to the person. Uh, I I do not believe that. I do not um, adhere to it. I haven't been uh, called into the conversation. And and again, our, our, uh, our powers that be, the structures that rule our, uh, our, our nation, didn't ask me whether or not I wanted to be on this vaccine track to to destroy my own immune system and to replace it with a uh, synthetic immuno uh, engine that is fundamentally the pro- the product of a of a new gene therapy that is not working right now and has not worked even since it was being practiced on the last ten twenty years on ferrets and monkeys and rats et cetera et cetera and they have been able to manipulate our government. Mr. Fauci, who was himself in hot water now for lying, as you guys know, in super hot water for lying, lies that we knew from the beginning that he was telling because many of us were very much aware of his history because there have been quite a few people who at least have the gift of searching out ideas, searching out people's propositions, searching out people's 
uh, a theory searching out people's arguments. And, and this is really what's been going on um, uh, in our nation uh, for some time now. Mr. Fauci has been uh, made the face of science and, and all of the people that have known Fauci from the beginning has uh, has finally just stated, hey, this is the guy that has said this, that, and the other thing. And you know, in the same way that the Clintons have been caught uh, with, with DNA evidence that affirmed that he was lying, in the same way that uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, George W. Bush has been caught uh, having absolutely no evidence of, uh, of uh, weapons of mass destruction, he was at a party. He was at a party with the elites of Washington, and as he was sitting there, he was looking under the table because he's a jokester and everybody knows it. And they were saying, what are you doing, George? What are you doing? He said, well, I'm looking for those weapons of mass destruction that the media doesn't seem to be able to find. And everybody's laughing and going on, you know, but it wasn't funny because over 200,000 people have died in that fiasco uh, up to now. And, and, you know, we're pretty jaded about those kind of things. They don't, they don't move us anymore. The number of casualties, the number of deaths that have occurred in our world since, uh, since the time of, of my own, of my own, uh, of my own birth. And so here we are, we laugh about atrocity. We laugh about lying. We laugh about cover-ups. We laugh about conspiracies. And, and when there's a few people that want to take it a little bit more seriously, Socrates, uh, 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 whistleblowers, as I've shared with you before, um, Snowden and 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 Assange and 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 Manning and others just get thrown under the bus, uh, trodden underfoot as a casualty of history, and the rest of us go on living as if that lie is the truth. Well, eventually that that method of uh, uh, conscious assault, that method of a psychosis wears down the moral fabric of a society. And you cannot survive as a society where you live in a culture where you know that all that's going on is lie after lie after lie after lie after lie, after lie uh, in your life. You, you, at some point, you too are going to be a participant in the psychopathic, sociopathic behavior. And, and I guess really that's what's going on that you and I are experiencing a major impact in our society in terms of people being afraid to be truth tellers, being afraid to be truth tellers. And as a consequence, if anyone would stand up and say, hey, don't you notice that the emperor has no clothes on? Don't you notice that Mr. Biden said this in the first month and then he turned around and said that in the second month? Then he turned around and said he wouldn't do this in the third month, but over in the fourth month, he did exactly what he said he wasn't going to do. And when you guys were told that this was not merely about a vaccine, but about a tracking device to control you through passports and digital, uh, uh, digital monitoring, and it's all here in the open now in many different countries and states. And now you want, don't want to face the fact. You don't want to admit that we were trying to tell you something to look deeper and to, and to, and to, and to, to divest yourself of the presupposition that your government tells you the truth. It doesn't. History tells us that it doesn't. And here we are today. Why am I passionate about this? Because as I've shared with you before, I look out at the body politic of our nation. I look upon the citizenry and I break them up into many categories. 
and um, the hierarchical structure of responsibility. And I hold our government uh, to the highest level of responsibility in the area of truth telling and virtue, because uh, the nation that forgets God will be turned into hell. And if your rulers are wicked, your people will mourn. And I actually believe the word of God for that. And I believe that's where we are now in a state of pre-mourning uh, mental disassociation from the real facts that are before us. And, and then also I, I blame the gatekeepers of, uh, of our soul in terms of ethics and morals, the church, for being so blinded and ignorant at large about what's going on, which makes me want to do other investigations in relationship to the mass psychosis that have blinded spiritual leaders from being able to see the uh, not being from, from being able not to see or from not being able to see the hypocrisy and lies that uh, people in power are engaging in. Or may I put it this way, because what our leaders do in the religious realm is select who they want to disagree with and expose for being hypocritical liars. That's what they do, too. Just like the left will do it with the right and the right will do it with the left. Our uh, religious institutions have been infiltrated by the diabolical system of politics. And once you choose one side over the other, you are naturally inclined to a mythical bias that fundamentally uh, distorts your lens. And you cannot see the truth, even if you wanted to, because it would cost you too much. You would have to admit that you were wrong. Uh, and that's the only way you can do real science in the first place. So we're dealing with gatekeepers of knowledge, gatekeepers of information, gatekeepers of morals and ethics. And they're all uh, the blind leading the blind into a path of darkness that the common people know exists. This is you heard me earlier say that there is an extremely low, low view and opinion of the common people of our uh, governors, of our leaders, of our politicians, the lowest ever. How could Biden, uh, how could Biden descend so deep into the pit of low expectations on the part of the American people when he was supposedly voted in at the highest level of, uh, of, of votes in the history of America? Well, I can tell you, it's the through line that I've been talking about since the beginning of the program. And what is that? It's a lie. It's a lie. So a lot of the lie, the cover up, the suppression, the distortion was going on in the Biden election period. And that lie has perpetuated itself ever since. And you and I are dealing with that today. This is why we don't feel good. This is why we are depressed and anxious. This is why we are um, um, stressing over uh, the future. This is why our economy is starting to go into the tank. This is why uh, there's no sense of expectation for the future. This is why there is division in the home, division in the church, division in the in the body politic of, of, of American people. This is why we are in a real state of trouble now because we there are very few people that are in positions to be able to do something about this that's willing to say, hey, y'all, hey, y'all, somebody's lying and we need to stand up and deal with it. We need to face it for what it is and then 
you know, bite the bullet of acknowledging that we perpetuated and participated in a lie that's ruining America and ruining the world, quite frankly, so that we can call on God for repentance and and receive the mercy that can only come from a God of atonement, whose atonement is efficacious enough to turn a nation around. It turned Nineveh around. It could turn America around. But right now, it appears that we're headed for civil war. I have listened recently to dozens and dozens of military men and women who are absolutely just beside themselves at the thought that they could serve their country uh, and, and, and put their lives at risk every day for 18, 20, 30 years and lose it at just this one decision that they have every right in the world to refuse because it's still EUA, Emergency Use Authority. It is not approved because it's not approvable in all reality. And even if it was approved, they have a right not to take this vaccine and not lose their job in the military. And when you have an administration like the Biden administration doing this kind of thing to its own military, not to mention all the other important economic systems that keep our nation running from the trucking industry to our shipping industry to our airline industry. Do you guys know that you are dealing with something that really is almost unspeakable in terms of a traitorous policy to destroy our nation? Do you really, really believe that this COVID thing is so bad? We've already acknowledged 99.7% the capacity for overcoming it without any kind of early treatment or anything. 99.7%. And you're going to put the whole world on a fast track for perpetual vaccinations. And if you don't take the vaccination, you lose your job, you lose your pension, you lose everything you work for. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got to wake up. You've got to wake up. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. Time is 5.40 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. And I'm, I'm looking at uh, an article, uh, and this is about the NIH. You know, the NIH is where Fauci has worked for years. Um, National Institute of Health, along with the CDC, has been in cahoots with the WHO. And you guys who were with us last Wednesday, you, we, you and I watched with our own eyes, heard with our own ears, all of the scientists that work for the WHO admitting that there was not enough evidence to say that these vaccines were safe and effective, admitting that they had not done the due diligence to overcome the suspicion, the hesitancy, and the concerns of the world people who would come to them with profoundly important questions of which they couldn't answer because they did not have any answer. And yet, that same group of people that were sitting around talking to themselves, these are colleagues, ladies and gentlemen, at the highest level of um, academia and medicine in the meeting uh, at the W at the World Health Organization. Uh, it was a summit right before they launched the campaign vaccines are safe and effective. This is your stated news initiative. We watch them struggle with all kinds of advanced and very logical and rational questions by other doctors about the impact of this gene therapy, knowing that it was completely different than conventional vaccines, about its harm on women, about its harm on children, about its harm on youth. And the doctors that were 
uh, skilled enough to know that the consequences could be seen even before they started, have been warning us for a year and a half, whose voices have been largely but not completely suppressed, and therefore we are successful enough to get out the information and data to so many people on the ground that everybody in every field of life are now echoing what we know to be true, and that is the uh, the, the flawed but still significant VAERS uh, reporting of the kind of dangers and harms and deaths that have occurred from the vaccines, which were predictable by the very scientists that created them, i.e. Dr. Robert Malone, uh, Mr. Uh, Kirsch, uh, Peter McCullough, and many others who were involved early on with the pandemic, letting us all know we've got problems, we need to stop this. And here I am looking at Yet another scrubbing, which is a socialist Marxist uh, tactic of making sure that when news journalists are looking for information uh, in the printed uh, page or the press, that if they scrub the information, they can't find it. Here is a revisal of the uh, uh, NIH's uh, data on what vaccines are in a pre 2015 uh, insert in the uh, National Institution for Health. This is how they define a vaccine. An injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism, that is a virus, the injection of a killed or weakened infectious organism or virus in order to, watch this now, prevent the disease. Then from 2015 to 2021, the definition changed again. Here it is. The act of introducing a vaccine. You see how general that is? Not a dead or weakened infectious virus, but a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to that specific disease. So now what they have changed is the content of the vector. Not the vector itself, not the fact that you don't get poked, but they're no longer saying that what you're getting poked with is a dead or weakened virus, which was the conventional way in which they did it. They are now saying you're being poked with a vaccine, but many would argue that what we're dealing with is not vaccine technology. All right. They then re-modified the term infectious organism to vaccine, a general term that could umbrella all kind of junk, which is what we're looking into right now in our Wednesday class. But they called it Uh, a vaccine to produce immunity to a specific disease. But what do you and I know now after about seven or eight months with this particular gene therapy that's Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson, and many others around the world? What do we know? It does not give you immunity to the disease. It does not keep you from getting it, nor giving it, nor getting sick from it, nor dying from it. That means what has the NIH been doing, the CDC been doing, the FDA been doing, and the WHO has been doing to you? Lying to you. That was our last Wednesday class. You can go to grace-bible.com and watch it, unpacking the truth, because that's what somebody has to do in order for people to wake up to the reality that their intuitive instinct that something is wrong doesn't cause them to drink and kill themselves as if they are the problem. You're not the problem. The problem is that your leaders who should be telling you the truth are lying to you. And here's the final modification in September 2021, just a month ago. In fact, just a few weeks ago. What is a vaccine? According to the NIH, the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Do you see how they have watered it down 
from an infectious organism in order to prevent the disease to a vaccine to produce immunity to a specific disease to a vaccine to protect from a specific disease. And even that last definition, I'm going to state it before we take our break. The act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce protection from the specific disease. Now, listen, what we know also is that when you hear them saying this 75 percent Uh, effective. It's 95% effective. What they mean is, is not effective in that you don't get the virus. It's not effective in that you don't experience many of the symptoms of the disease, not to say the least, the long-term effects. It's It's effective just enough maybe to keep you out of the hospital or to keep you from dying. But ladies and gentlemen, the stats are coming in and guess what? We can even say that that probably is not true at all also. So many people are still getting sick. So many people are still shedding. So many people are still dying from the vaccines and the boosters. So says Israel. So says the UK. And so says many other nations that are being honest about it, Singapore, etc. That none of this is true. The vaccines are not safe. They are not effective. Nixon lied. Clinton lied. Bush lied. Biden lied. Fauci lied. Time for us to be grown men and women and face the fact that our government lies to us. And then we can agree with and celebrate the word of God, because you know what the word of God said? All men are liars. Let God be true. Only reason the world has killed prophets and killed journalists is because the prophets and the journalists when they walked with God or were guided by God or controlled by God, who is the author of truth, not chaos. The only reason they killed them is to suppress the truth. And you know that in your conscience. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right, we are back. Let's see if we can actually start having some conversations. We're going to go to line number three and talk with Jermaine in Alabama. All right, let's go to line number four and talk with Idris in Hayward. Line number four, Idris in Hayward. Idris, are you there? Hey, hey, how's it going, Pastor? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. It's funny. I tried to call last week, but I called a little late, and I had this uh, verse in Isaiah, Isaiah 8, 12, and I'm going to read it. It says, do not call conspiracy. Let me read it from 11. This is what the Lord says to me with a strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the way of this people. Do not call conspiracy everything these people call conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear. Do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one. The, the, the Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread. And I just, the fact that it's letting you know that these conspiracies, as you just spoke on it, it's literally just happening before us, you know, and it's like they just they just like don't fear what they fear. Do not be worried about them. Uh, focus on the Lord. And, you know, another thing I want to talk about is just how they said in the end, many will be offended. One of the reasons why we can't people don't even want to hear the truth is because people are offended at everything, including the truth. They don't even care if it's true. If they're offended, they don't want to hear it. So I wanted you to speak towards just the nation of how we're offended about everything because it might be a political person we like or a celebrity we follow as opposed to the truth that God is trying to give us. 
Yeah, well, your Isaiah text is also relevant when more accurately uh, framed, uh, Idris. Um, This is the time where God was um, admonishing Israel for departing from the true and the living God and starting to trust in Assyria, um, which is where Nineveh was and their power and their authority and to worship their gods. And what was happening was um, there was a division in the nation of Israel between the ten southern ten southern tribes and the two uh, ten northern tribes and the two two southern tribes Benjamin and Judah and they were at odds with each other and of course whenever you got uh, nation states political nation states scheming to uh, to take each other out conspiracy is the fundamental framework by which they do it. They will never tell you the truth about what they want to do. But what happens with conspiracy, these are called confederacies, what happens with conspiracies, which uh, is nothing but the uh, collaboration of, of powers coming together with the objective, as I stated in my opening monologue, of doing harm, hurting, or taking advantage of people's ignorance, naivete, or vulnerabilities, such as in the stock market, such as in the banking industry, et cetera, et cetera. So now in the uh, big pharma industry and in the tech industry and in the uh, information industry now, because they're all part of a major conglomerate, anybody can see this. Um, What was happening in Isaiah's day is that Isaiah was told not to fear the conspiracies, but to trust and worship the true and the living God. And everyone that would trust and worship the true and the living God, they wouldn't stick their head in the sand and say, no, that these were not conspiracies. What they would simply do is recognize that the Lord God had exposed these conspiracies for being the kind of traitorous, Uh, apostasy that national Israel engaged in against the true and the living God. And you would see in Isaiah chapter 8, verse 20, that where men and women departed from the word of the living God, Isaiah 8, 20, to the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to my word, it's because there's no light in them. In other words, there was a division between two people groups. The people group that were buying into the conspiratorial practices of the pagans and apostate Israel and God's true elect in national Israel that held with Isaiah and held with the word of the living God. And as a consequence, even though God used Isaiah, uh, used um, used Assyria to discipline Israel severely, the true believers fared well because they did not buy into the lie. And this gets into your second point, And that is this. When professing Christians are not committed to biblical truth at the level of faith and love for God, they have no courage to face the fact that they have been duped. When the people of God, the professed people of God, do not commit themselves to biblical truth in the context and at the level of faith and love, I'm going to make sure we all get this because this is what you experience, I experience, and people experience everywhere. And even people listening to me right now who have been in the vortex of this this swirl of lies and manipulation, they know I'm telling the truth. They knew Isaiah was telling the truth. Guess what they did? They cut Isaiah in half. They sawed him in half because they just were tired of what he had to say. They were tired of him saying that God no longer honors your worship. Away with that. Away with that. Isaiah chapter one says, I don't want to hear your prayers. I don't want to hear your cries. I don't want to hear your praise until you come sit down and reason together with me um, so that I can show you your sins and then put your sins away. I don't want to have anything to do with your hypocritical worship. That's what God said about the children of Israel in that day, because they would do exactly what Jesus said, quoting from Isaiah as well. This 
people draw near to me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Now, they worship me according to the traditions of men and not according to the word of God. Now, that means that the power of God does not reside in them to be able to promote God at the level of truth, rooted in faith, which works by love. See, the only way you and I can speak the truth is for that truth to be a consequence of a deep, profound relationship that we have with God through his word. And that word compels us in spite of the dangers that we might face. This is what it means to Mm. be a true believer. A true believer is not just somebody that shouts hallelujah or has Bible verses on their refrigerator or carries a big Bible on the dashboard of their car. That's not a true believer. A true believer is actually one who loves God enough to act in contradistinction to interest in their own self because they love God and they love people. And here we are facing a Goliath of an antichrist system in our own nation. You know that. And people people don't want to stand up because they understand when you stick your head up, the enemy is going to shoot your head off. That's exactly what happens when we lose faith in our culture and therefore the trumpet is not being blown by the very watch by the very watchman that God has raised up to blow the trumpet, the church of the living God. And so when you and I on a micro level are trying to share with men and women, um, hey Hey, look here. Listen, you really got to investigate what's going on. You you got to you can't just believe everything you hear. You got to analyze. You have to scrutinize. You have to be prudent and discerning. You've got to be circumspect. They don't want to do that hard way. They would rather have somebody stick a foreign agent in their arm of which they have absolutely no idea of those contents, nor its consequences, short term or long term, and believe that the white coat is telling the truth over against a brother that might come to them and say, hey, before you take that poke, do the work of finding out what the controversy behind it is. They don't want to hear you when you say that. This is where you and I are Mm. today. This is where you and I are. And you know what else, Idris? People are about, people people don't even want to do it anymore. Believers are getting tired of trying to share with their loved ones that they simply need to do what the Bible says, prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Don't swallow anybody's Kool-Aid until you have tested and discerned and determined that the contents has your best interest in view. But no, they don't want to hear you on that. They just want to do what they want to do. And, and you know, I'm almost there. I'll be honest with you. I'm just about ready to say, okay, you know, do what you want to do. But, but I wake up the next morning and I realize that I'm still my brother's keeper. Ain't that the truth. So you you still your brother's keeper. So if God wakes you up tomorrow morning and you still have zeal and love and passion and he has, you know, reminded you of how much grace he's given you in your life and how he has protected you and kept you and has pointed you in the right direction and kept your salient signaling high enough for you to pick up on the lie. And, and he's he's filled your heart with the joy of the Lord and the strength of his grace. Then. Um, you're going to go at it again. You're going you're gonna to try to be more discreet. But as soon as some brother seems like he has just a little bit of a weakness in his understanding, you're still going to speak up because you can't help it. That's what it means to be led by the spirit. You're going to do it because you just can't help yourself. <laughs> Glory to God. Thanks, Pastor. Always a pleasure. All right, look here, man. God bless you. I got to take another break. Let me see here. I got James on the line. We're going to pick you up, James, after the break. You hold on. I've got three lines open now. One, triple eight, three, six, seven, five, three, ten. I know you guys have been trying to get in. 
I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to be taking phone calls now. So get on the line, call in and and line up so that we can talk about it. We will be right back. 